hello boys and girls and welcome back to Wednesday's Wisdom related to our topic this week of growth. Yes, growth. It's almost like a buzzword these days. Um, People are being more introspective and looking at ways that they can develop themselves and move themselves forward, be more productive, be more positive, just to change for the better. And it's kind of just summarized as growth. And of course, that can mean different things for different people. So today, we're having one of our favorites back, Miss Lynn Lucas, to discuss what growth is, what it looks like, what it doesn't look like, what it feels like, and what it means personally to her, to me. And of course, we welcome you to chime in on the Facebook page, Listen Boys and Girls, or leave a message or email, however you'd like to engage. I'm happy to receive your correspondence and of course, respond with that. Of course, you know, I am Donna Gales, the host for the Listen Boys and Girls podcast. And I like to say always that I am not a licensed professional counselor or anyone giving advice. I am simply a woman on a journey with a bag of stuff that I've collected along the way. And you are welcome to look through it, sift through it, see what works for you and leave the rest for someone else. And If you're able to benefit from anything that's said here, I appreciate your time and I appreciate your focus and I appreciate your attention. And so again, if you're able to benefit from anything that you've gathered here, invite someone else to come and play in the stuff and see what they can get from this exchange and we'll all be better for it. And I promise if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. Lynn Lucas, Lynn Lucas, good evening. How are you? I am well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Is the sound okay? Yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay, good. We're good. Well, welcome again so that we can talk these talks <laughs> thank you again for having me ma'am of course i i know that the boys and girls love the conversation last time i got a lot of great feedback about our interaction and i had to let people know it was definitely not planned not scripted it was really a candid conversation we had never spoken about these topics before um you know together outside of our facebook post and so I just had to let everybody know there's just some people you talk to and it's just great conversation. So we again welcome you back for another candid conversation about today's building block, the letter G for growth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to this. Oh my goodness. I, you know, I laugh because growth is a lovely flowery word and it sounds wonderful, (laughs) but it is sometimes very uh, difficult, this growth business. And so, you know, while conceptually it is the best thing to do, it's, it's profitable for us in many ways. And, you know, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, sometimes financially, just, you know, being a better person growing into a different place is ideal. However, sometimes 
it's not really what you signed up for, but it is. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's the thing. That's the thing that I, that that I wanted to really kind of bring out for the boys and girls because I know everybody's in a process. Everybody, you know, goes at their own pace, and um, sometimes that can be inconvenient for others because you know we intersect with people at different places in our experience and theirs, and sometimes it's not um, congruent. (laughs) (laughs) I I love the language you're using. That's hilarious. Like, I get it. But also, I know those are really nice flowery words for stuff like contention and uh, misalignment and straight up not getting along and not being happy about the growth. Incompatible. Yes, girl, yes. But yeah, I'm trying to, you know, choose a more positive path because I understand life is about choices and you can, you know, you can, you can embrace things in different ways. And so I am, I am being positive about um, what, what sometimes doesn't feel so positively, you know, I can only speak for myself. I never uh, seek to speak for others because I know everyone has their own voice, but for me, Growth has not been easy and it has not felt good in a lot of places. And um, it has times uh, rendered me less popular than I like to be sometimes. <laughs> and so, mm-hmm. you know, that's an adjustment for, for someone who has um, just, again, started rebuilding to be a better person. And so with the blocks that we've already discussed, you know, being uh, attentive and, and those boundaries and communication and connection and, and, you know, dreaming your dreams and moving forward in the path that's best for you and, and recognizing that you're enough and, you know, having the right friends, all of that, you know, cumulatively moving toward growing um, into a, a better place and a better person. Uh, has not always felt good. And and even now, some days it doesn't feel good, but I know, you know, um, consciously and intellectually that that's the best, but it doesn't always feel good. I mean, maybe it's just me, but. No, 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 ma'am. I was waiting, girl, I was waiting to jump in. I saw, (laughs) I saw a quote, I was logging onto LinkedIn because somebody asked me about a, a position that we had available and I was trying to get them the right hiring manager. And the first, meme that popped up on LinkedIn and you know people don't really post memes to LinkedIn right the the first thing I saw in red and black letters for the boys and girls LinkedIn's color scheme is blue and white so this this meme stood out like a sore thumb as soon as I logged on was a meme that said pain plus reflection equals progress and I was like the universe will deliver a message to you when you are not looking for it Right. So you have to be ready to receive it at all times. And I was like, that's so apt because most growth comes out of um, discomfort. And I know that's a super not politically correct way to put it, but like discomfort, uncomfortability, pain does produce a whole lot of growth. For sure. For sure. Without a doubt. I had a business manager that said people only change when it is more comfortable to change than to stay the same. Exactly. And and it's true. You know, you, you figure out a different way when the way that you chose isn't working for whatever reason. 
And most of the time, that is the discomfort because we like to be comfortable. (laughs) We like that cushy (laughs) little, uh, I'm going to kick my feet up and I'm going to do what I do and I'm going to, but it doesn't work. You know, I, 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 a big part of it for, for me, um, even recognizing that growth was necessary is the, the large component of honesty that you not only have to be honest with yourself, but with other people as well. And oftentimes people don't expect you to um, express your honesty and your truth with them because for so long you may have chosen a different route, which made them more comfortable. Yes, ma'am. Oh, but God, I swear when you, when you get to the place that you understand that your path is important and you have to be, accountable to yourself, because that's what really happened with me. Um, I, I recognize that Donna Gales is listening to Donna Gales, right? And so right. the things that I say to myself that I don't follow through on because of someone else's comfort um, causes me to let myself down. And, you know, there, I, 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 I was, I was praying and I was talking and I was meditating and I was writing. And one of the things the divine led me to understand was like, yeah, you, you got this listen boys and girls from when you were younger. And yeah, that's, that's what you thought on the surface. But more than that, I want you to talk to the little girl that still needs you to be who you're supposed to be. Because that inner child is more receptive to listening. And and you know what? I never looked at it like that. I just remember, you know, if people listen to my introduction, that's what it's about. My favorite teacher when I was younger, you know, when I was in kindergarten, we would be so loud and noisy and everything. And she would say, listen, boys and girls. And she would say it in her most still and quiet voice. Mm-hmm. And we knew when she was talking, some good stuff was about to happen. So we would shut up. Right. And right. So, <laughs> and so... so- Equally, what you said, the receptive component of being able to not have all of the experiences that render you hard and and calloused and, you know, um, unreceptive and jaded and all those other things that can happen through the experiences that we don't grow through, you know, the, the little girl, the little boy, those children who are still within us because they never leave. You know, they, they never leave. They're, they're the part of us that that's the best part of us because it's the innocence of who we could be had life not happened the way it happened in in some cases, but go ahead. And life happening the way it does can cause a whole lot of noise. Um, So much. (laughs) Those experiences can be noise. I think a lot of people like to think that those experiences inform us and, and bring us wisdom, but sometimes they do interfere with our ability to grow and learn and evolve Absolutely. to the next level. Absolutely. Um, so I love the way that you, I love the way that you intro it as listen boys and girls so that you are sort of reaching to that inner child. And also I hope the listeners, the boys and girls get that sometimes you have to set aside the noise. You have to set aside your own experiences you have to disconfirm your own beliefs because it's sometimes true. your beliefs are noisy. And, so and open yourself to be receptive to the the growth that is upon you, the wisdom that comes from the universe, like the change that is sort of put upon you. Um, the best way to do that to me is to get in touch with that inner child. But 
Absolutely. Because it, it will guide you because the, the child still believes. Yeah. It still hopes. It still, it still sees value yeah. in dreaming. It still sees all of the wonderment that life has to offer and not all of the negativity. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm excited and I'm extolled by that person who is me still, but at the same time, the one who was counting on me to be me. And, and that is where the, the journey starts and stops sometimes because, you know, it's, it's not comfortable. And I saw a meme today from one of my friends, Kimberly, Mm -hmm. and I was like, Whoa, I got to repeat that. And um, it said in any given moment, we have two options to step forward into growth or to step back into safety. Growth must be chosen again and again. Fear must be overcome again and again. I said, I'm about to log out right now and just go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to just go to bed. Like, that is so powerful. We get opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to just step into something that's in front of us. And we're like, you know what? I can't do that because, and we come up with reasons why we can't. We'll so make up reasons why we can't. When so really, <laughs> all you have to do is tune out the noise, tune into your inner child, accept that you have the ability within you to evolve and grow and change. I don't care how old I'm. Can I just say, and I, people hate when I say this, but I, I say this from a place of acknowledging my peers and of my ancestors and, and my you know, the folks that come after me. I'm not young. I'm I'm old and I'm okay with being a certain age because I still believe in my ability to evolve and grow. So I don't Absolutely. the number the number doesn't bother me. I know my inner child really well. Um so that when an opportunity is presented to me to grow and evolve, I'm like, you know what? Let me think about whether I want to do that and figure out how to take it on if I want to take it on. It's not a, like a lot of older people, people over a certain age, and I don't know what the age is, it's different for everybody, but <laughs> Somewhere around 40, 35, some folks 35, somewhere around 40, 45. Folks are like, yeah, I am who I am. I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, Isn't you're that still... the most ridiculous thing, though? Girl. Like, <clears throat> pardon me. I've, I've, I've encountered lots of people at, at various ages because, you know, I, my work brings me in contact with many, many people. And oh. again, the, the ages are varied. And I am always astounded by that that declaration like it is what it is i'm gonna just i i'm gonna just be who i am i'm like what are you going to die today then is that what you're saying because you have chosen then let me and and i'm like pardon me how you say in your country um you are saying then that this is all you want to do Mm -hmm. or be and you're and and then and then I had to stop and say Donna you can't disparage that because at times in your life you have been that person right and said I'm good I'm straight you know I'm <clears throat> right here is good right and it's like you know I'm gonna plant my flag and I'm gonna make it do what it do and I'm, it's gonna do what it does forever and that takes a, an experience mm, to yes, decide that this is not the way I should move forward in my life Right. And that there is further much more life left to live. Right. And if you don't understand that, then it's okay. It's, it's, it's easy to say, 
I am, you know, 45, 55, 65, 75. Mm -hmm. I've lived a life that's good for me. And all I want to do is just, you know, be until I die, you know, (laughs) and, and, you know, and I'm, I say that kind of in jest, but again, for those that don't really know me or who are getting to know me through this process, I've been in hospice services for 11 years. So I literally deal with death and dying every day. So for me, life looks differently. And I'm, I'm always telling people that I'm, I'm thankful for this work because it has forced me to look at life differently yes. and to look at opportunities differently and to look at um, myself differently because <clears throat> the person I have been could not do this work. And it is because of the evolution I chose to allow that I'm able to be used in this place. And I, just to cut in to the boys and girls, to your listeners, she is a light bringer and a light giver. A lot of people wouldn't step into that role and be that. What she does for a living can be really heavy because you see death and dying and sickness on a regular basis. I don't, we should, you should do a podcast. I don't know what letter the alphabet this correlates to, but you need to do a whole podcast on how you channel that energy into bringing light and life into an environment. Because from what I've known of Donna, Donna is a light-giving, light-bringing person, which is kind of amazing given what she does for a living. Thank you so much, Lynn. I, I really do appreciate that. And I know that is just the grace of God. And I, <clears throat> I, um, I have to say that, again, I, I worked for AT&T for nearly a decade. And, you know, I am very good at sales. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. And, and at that time, I was like, hey, you know, I'm good. I was living in the Midwest. This was like, you know, 2000. Um, I was making 85, you know, no kids, no nothing Mm. in the Midwest, (laughs) you know. Girl, girl. I was then. I was was that person. Pause. I'm good. 85 in the Midwest is balling for anybody who's listening. Like, don't listen. And I'm talking about, we talking about in 2000. Right. Like 20 years ago. Right. Right. So, you know, I'm talking about like with incentives and that because I was always making incentive. I was always my talk time was extraordinarily high. I, I will say that for all of my AT&T boys and girls that, uh, <laughs> that, that are listening. <laughs> we used to have to have a talk time of seven minutes or less. I was always 11, 12 minutes. <laughs> but my sales were bombed, so I didn't get too much hassle for that. Right. But anyway, right. <clears throat> but I, I, I say I digress, but it, it was for me at that time, I'm like, Hey, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be all that I'm going to be. And, mm-hmm. and I had to just acknowledge that I have been that person because I said, Hey, I'm doing great. You know, this is <clears throat> perfect for where I want to be, but God said, this is not perfect for where I I want you to be. And mm-hmm. um, of course I'll talk about this in, in later episodes, but I always say that God will orchestrate the universe to bless you. And at that time, um, you know, there had been some bouts of sickness with my mom, even back then. And um, it was very difficult for me. I I was not able to function, you know, with the prospect of my mother being very sick and, and such. And so God did for me what was necessary for me. He directed my path to this work so that I would be able to be functional, not just functional, but 
the light, as you say, <clears throat> in this situation, as my mother is currently on hospice. And so had I still been in the place that I was, I would not be doing this well <laughs> at all. But I recognize mm. that all things really are preparation for all things. And he knew that I needed to deal with death and dying for 11 years to even consider my mother dying. Mm. So, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that is growth for me, you know, and I recognize, and, and part of that, part of growing is recognizing when the divine opportunities are presented for you to grow. Mm. Because you can honestly look at those things as negative experiences because it's really how we embrace whatever comes to us that causes us to either profit or lose from it there's a lesson to everything <clears throat> it truly is yeah and there's so many times that <clears throat> pardon me i kept um looking at the the opportunity to grow as a negative experience you know, the breakup, the disconnection of a friendship. So, mm -hmm. I mean, all of those things that were so, quote unquote, devastating to me at the time because I was not positioned the way that I should be, you know. And so when you have grown to the place of understanding that that things are temporary sometimes, Girl. And when you grow to the place of, like my mother says, wearing things loosely, <laughs> 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 you know, my mother used to, she's, you know, she said some really <laughs> phenomenal things over these year, these 47 years of mine, 81 of hers. But, you know, she would tell me all of the time, she said, you, you got to learn how to wear people loosely. You, you, you let them cling too much and you cling too much. And she would explain to me that there's nothing wrong with that when it's the right person, but you That's don't always have the right people. That's a lesson for me. Thank you, and <laughs> tell you and tell your mama thank you because I I'm a, I'm really bad about that. But yes. But you know what? It, it it's it's interesting because um, I've always been that person. I'm I'm extraordinarily extroverted and I'm an empath and all these things that I've always been, but didn't really have the right um knowledge of it or the right channeling of it and still sometimes struggle with it because I just want to um I, I want to be what I'm supposed to be who I'm supposed to be but at the same time I have so many ideas and ideals that aren't <laughs> that aren't lining up with what what I'm supposed to do and he's like listen ma'am <laughs> they're the blueprint <laughs> and see what you keep doing I think about that meme where the man is like let me just show you where you got me messed up <laughs> God keeps bringing me back to the blueprint Ooh. like let me show you where you got me messed up ma'am he um, will do that <laughs> you're not supposed to go this way you are not supposed to go that way remember that way you went that no you weren't supposed to do that and so <clears throat> that is a perpetual growth mode because you have to be open. And, you know, like I told you just this week, I love Leilani Rochelle. And one thing that I, I she said long ago was you have to learn to accept what's not for you the same way you accept what is. Ooh. Who is right? <laughs> and I had to pull that one out for this particular topic because that that'll grow you up that right is quick 
quick. That, that'll get your britches on straight. <laughs> <laughs> that'll get your britches on straight, honey. Because yeah. when you have to say, with tears in your eyes, this is not for me. Girl, when you have to let someone go who you care about, who Ooh. cares about you. Man, don't make me cry tonight. <laughs> But they're they're not good for you. It brings to mind that the meme of the little girl with the tiny teddy bear that she was holding on to so tightly. And she has this encounter with, uh, in the meme, white Jesus. um, And he's saying, trust me. And she's like, but I love it. And he has a bigger bear behind his back. While right. she's holding on to this little one. Right. And I I swear, I see that all of the time when I'm telling God, when I'm trying to make him, you know, make what I want happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I'm trying to, when I'm trying to get him to, you know, adjust his, his concepts to my little bear. He's like, ma'am, we've discussed this. <laughs> we've discussed this. <laughs> I'm not interested in bargaining with you. However... Yeah. <laughs> If you would like to continue this line of conversation, I'll just come back, you know. Right, and right. and and so I've had to have him come back a couple times because I have um I've I've begged him to give me the lesser option more than once. And right. he's like, I need you to grow past this place where you don't think you deserve something else. <clears throat> oh, I have a whole antidote behind that right there, but keep, keep, keep going, keep going. You're preaching to somebody tonight, though. We know. Listen that. to me. <laughs> me too. And I tell people all of the time, and 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 I really believe in my heart of hearts that this 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 whole concept was divinely constructed because every week, no lie, every week that I discuss something, I am challenged in that area. Um, you know, to, to really, to really give me an object lesson. And and he knows that for me, object lessons are the way to drive it home for me because I'm, I'm just that way. You know, you could tell me practically and I'll hear it and and all of those things. But if I understand it experientially, it's a whole different level of connectivity for me. And so just as we talked about friends and, you know, I shared with you like immediately, after after we had this, this conversation about friends, somebody I perceived to really be a friend of mine did something that I felt was disrespectful. They didn't feel it was disrespectful. And they had, I mean, the I, the audacity of people always just, it, 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 it burns my bread every time. Because I'm like, I, I really don't even understand how you don't see this as being disrespectful. But even in that moment, I had to say this, this situation is just not for you. Right. It does not require the energy that you will expend trying to get them to understand why this is disrespectful. Right. They just ain't your people, ma'am. And and leave it at that. And that's it. But <clears throat> we were just on the heels of <laughs> friends and having quality experiences mm-hmm. and quality connections because you know, sometimes we gather up a bunch of stuff and because I, you know, have an addictive personality at times and I shop and shop and shop, sometimes I will buy something because it is on sale. <laughs> not, because Girl I need it. not because I really even want it, but because I cannot fathom leaving the store with this dress for 49 cents. 
still on the <laughs> I just cannot imagine doing that. So Same. while I, I cannot fit the dress, neither do I have anyone in mind that can fit the dress, but the dress is 49 cents. So you can't leave it there because it's 49 cents. I I'm with you. <laughs> but it is, it is equivalent to what I tell the boys and girls. Everything in my bag ain't for you. Pick Mm-mm. up the stuff that is and leave what is not for somebody else. Because exactly. guess what, Somebody who don't make what you make need a 49 cent dress. Seriously. Girl, girl, for real. And so, you know, that was my object lesson. You don't have to pick up everything because mm-hmm. it makes sense to you right then. Nope. Because some stuff need to be right where it is because it's discounted for a reason. And I, I agree. And picking it up, <laughs> even if it is 49 cents, is probably not going to serve you well in the long term. We might not know how it's not going to serve us well in the long term. Sometimes you just have to sub- chalk it up to the universe or God or fate or what destiny or whatever and right. say, this, this isn't going to serve me well, so I'm going to leave it where it is, even though it's discounted or even though it's available or even though they say that they love you. And, and that it, is, ma'am, I'm going to hang up now. <laughs> I'm just saying, if their love and affection and attention does not serve you well, take the opportunity to say that to yourself. You know what? They're, whatever they're offering me doesn't serve me well. I'm going to leave it right where it is and keep it moving. You don't have to wish them badly. Don't have to persuade them. Like, I got a reason. That's all they need to know. And keep it moving. And maybe what, the way the universe normally works, God or the universe normally works, the, whatever the thing is, if, if it's for them, to be explained to if, if they need to be persuaded, the opportunity to persuade them or convince them or to tell them what happened, it'll come up again. And you know what, that, that is so true and it's powerful. And it, it's actually a great segue into another component of growth for me that I had to come to the place of not be, being okay with not telling your side of the story, yeah. being okay with not, trying to make sure everybody knows that that you know that's not how things happened or right. you know <clears throat> because that was a big thing for me I had to let people know that and then I had I, I checked that with my with my therapist and she's like you know that is that is something that you have to work on because you have a desire to prove to people things that you don't have to prove and that comes from a different place. And we'll talk about that in another session, Donna Gales. <laughs> so, <laughs> and we did, but I recognize that. And, you know, again, as I always say, and have said even earlier in this, um, in this exchange, I'm not a, a therapist. I'm, I'm not a licensed professional in any means. And again, I never seek to advise anyone. I'm certainly just sharing my experiences and hoping that it benefits someone in that they may see something differently, that they're able to experience their own um, ups and downs in a different way, just because I know for sure that nothing anyone goes through is simply for the benefit of that person. It is universally able to be given to another person on your journey, because that is the way we are structured to, to, um, really connect. I mean, the tapestry of life connects us in ways that we don't anticipate. And those, the richness of the experiences that we've had allow us to be beneficial to people that we don't even know will benefit yeah. from, from us. And, and we, so I'm confident we, 
that in our exchange and our conversations, the time that we spend in sharing our experiences collectively and individually through this process, someone is blessed by it. Someone is hearing something that they absolutely needed to hear. We can share a lesson or an antidote and it might not be the same experience that they had, but there are life lessons and wisdom that they can gain from that. And one thing that you touched on that I wanted to make sure that the boys and girls get is that you don't, in order for you to be a hero in your own story, you do not have to make other folks the villain. That's right. And you don't have to make yourself be the victim either. Things can just be what they are and you can just let it go. Sometimes you have to walk away or let things go that just don't serve you well without explaining to them, without persuading them. And then they can take whatever they got out of that experience with them. And maybe someday you get to circle back and correct things. And maybe not. That doesn't make you any better than them. Doesn't make you the hero. Doesn't make them the villain. You just both had a journey and your journey converged at one point and then it did not. And that's it. And, and that's it. And you know, <clears throat> what's, what's very powerful about that is that in and of itself is a growth opportunity because so often, so often people feel the need to make someone wrong in the situation. <laughs> yes. And and that, you know, I, I have experienced that so many times and have been on that end of being villainized that it's like, wait a minute, I was the person that was wronged here. How is it that you mad at me? I don't, right. I don't, I don't understand that, but okay. You know, but then... <clears throat> What what I've recognized and, and come to understand is that if it is a quality experience, if it is actually a quality individual, mm-hmm. then those experiences will dissolve the way they need to and resolve the way they need to. Yes. And there's no animosity. I mean, I I, I would venture to say that 90% of my connections um, I'm able to reconnect with today if I wanted to. I'll say 90%. It's about 10, if, you know, our Carl, Carl Thomas and me, like, I wish I had And um And for that 10%, I concur. I, 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 I am certain that you wish you never met that person. And I wish I had never been that person. But I was, and you did, and now we don't. And so, yeah. It's okay. <laughs> and it's okay. My, and it's my my percentage is probably a little lower. We talked about this in the other episode, but for folks that are new, I am a change agent. I am I am d- uh, disruptive both professionally and a, a bit in my personal life. I, I tend to disrupt processes, and sometimes I disrupt folks' thinking, which can be very jarring. So I think my percentage is probably traumatic. Even it can be super traumatic, and it's not. It's not the intention is not not evil or negative or it's not even selfish like a lot of times it's just you want folks to come to their own new understanding of things or even a new understanding of themselves and the only way to do it as we talked about with growth is to create a disruption and and cause them a little discomfort and then they have incentive to grow um but I say all that to say my percentage is probably a lot higher than 10 (laughs) probably more like 30 like if I never talk to her again, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, I'm okay with that. Given the fact that I know I'm disruptive, I know I cause folks that discomfort, and I know my intention, again, is not negative. 
sometimes it's super neutral in that there's something that we need to work on that I'm trying to get you to, to, to knock out, basically, or to come to, or some new understanding that I'm trying to get the, the folks to come to. Given that, I'm okay with that 30%. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it, it all goes back to the fact that you have to be open to growth. And and the disruptors yeah. are necessary for growth. And even if it's not Lynn Lucas, it's something that comes something. into your life that says, yeah. this ain't it. <laughs> you This yeah. ain't working. You got to do something different. And you have a choice at that moment. When you're presented the information and yes. the opportunity, you then yeah. have a choice. And so oftentimes people have the information and the opportunity and they forego both. They're like, I don't want to know nothing new and I ain't trying to go another direction. So whatever, whatever I miss, I miss whatever, you know, I can't have at this point. I don't want. And I, I, what I've noticed in those persons that I've intersected with that, that, that embody that spirit are people who have been broken by life in that they've been disappointed so much that they don't want to waste in their assessment energy to have the same results. Yes. And so that is so sad because again, I've been that person before and I recognize that it wasn't about not wanting to grow. It was about not being able to connect to the wherewithal to do it. Girl, and also, and this just came to me as you were talking, <clears throat> if, you, if they have a very strong identity to their current state, a, a strong af- affinity, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if they are super attached to their current state or their current identity, they're going to be very resistant to growing. I had an interaction. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's, it's, it's, it's all like, good. You just hit me right in my stomach. <laughs> sorry. I have a tendency to do that sometimes. I had a I had an interaction with a um someone at work and he's a he's he's a couple of levels above me, so me forcing I'm a force and function. I make folks do things sometimes. Right. <laughs> and that was very jarring for him. And given that he's a couple levels of above me he wasn't expecting me to be quite so direct about it so he went and and escalated on me to (laughs) his peer in my org like there's two or three levels above me and my peer who had my back I mean my manager my skip level honey I only this person's three levels above me this the the manager three levels above me was like okay you may not like the way she said it or the way she came about it but she's not wrong and you still have to do what she's asking you to do right like and so it goes and so it goes so i but he was so attached to his current state and being right about his current state that he wasn't willing to to, it was when i say it was the smallest of pivots like it was the turn Ma'am. was probably 10 degrees. <laughs> Ma'am, you, I'm telling you, when I say knock the wind out, because I, I literally had this experience not long ago and I was just, I was flabbergasted because I'm like, I cannot believe you are, are so attached to this experience that, I mean, that you are so closed fist on yes. this thing yes. that I, I'm like, but again, I cannot disparage someone else's journey because right. I've not walked that path. I don't know what their experiences have been like. I am not that person. And so for me, again, that's an opportunity for growth because at one point in my life, I thought everything I thought was right. Right. <laughs> and it was just like, 
I don't even know how you could think anything else. <laughs> and it's like, um, Donna, <clears throat> pardon me, ma'am. You, <laughs> you are not God <laughs> in that you are not omnipresent. You don't know everything. You're not everywhere. And what you perceive is only in part. So I'm going to need you to back that up okay. and just, you know, engage a person for who they are and be committed to understanding who that is. And if you care, move forward in that vein. Right. And so from that point, and this was years ago, I had, <clears throat> I developed this, this, this line of questions in, in my new encounters with individuals. And I would say, are you interested in learning more about yourself and me and growing together? And, and they would say, yeah, because it sounds good because who's going to say no. Right. Right. Nobody's going to say no, but but this was my, this was, this was my big girl assessment to say, okay, I recognize what I want. I know what's important to me. I'm going to communicate that to you because communication is important. And I'm going to say to you, what I have to offer, I'm going to ask you if this is what you're interested in. I'm going to also require from you an affirmative or <laughs> <laughs> that, that you understand mm-hmm. and that you are also interested in the same path. I did all of that. And they answered with all the right <laughs> answers. And it was like how you lie on a resume. <laughs> You get the job and they're like, okay, go ahead and put this process in place. I need this flow chart. I need this. I need that. And it's like, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know that I signed up for all of that. But you did though. It's like what she, you told me exactly. in the interview that you were ready. You could do this. Not, not, that, not only that you were ready, but you were proficient. Girl. <laughs> proficient. But anyway, so the opportunity to grow presents itself again and again and again. And that like that meme I saw from Kim, every time we're given an opportunity to grow, we have a choice. And it's not just one choice. Mm-mm. It is a string of choices that moves us forward in a direction that's either going to be more beneficial for us if we choose to move with it or if we choose to buck against it, it's going to not feel good for us and it's going to take us backwards. I have so many stories. So for those who have never seen me in real life, Donna has seen me, so she may or may not know this. I have a whole tattoo of a, of a phoenix on my neck. Yes. And it represents evolution because I have evolved so many times, been rebirthed from the ashes so many times, and I have so many stories in this vein. I'll tell one, and I think this is relatively short, where I was working for um, Earthlink MindSpring with the ISP in the call center, taking incoming calls for dial-up and DSL customers, totally unhappy with the, the job and trying to get ahead, and they would not give me the opportunity that I, I needed to get ahead. And our database went down for two weeks, um, the billing database. People could not, we couldn't do anything with their bills. We couldn't see their bills. If we overbilled somebody... We couldn't touch it. We couldn't fix it. It was horrible. People were calling the customers on a regular basis. This woman called in. We couldn't fix her bill. She went off on me. My supervisor was listening, so my supervisor heard the whole thing, and I couldn't respond because I'm a customer service person. <laughs> I know about that. And she called me all kinds, all out my name. So when I got off the call, I was 
frustrated because I wanted to curse back and I couldn't. So I, you know, I was in tears and I logged off and my supervisor's like, you know, just take some time. You don't have to get back on the phone, like go do email resolutions or something. And literally, and I was like, this is bull and this is the worst job I've had. And I'm, I hate my life. You know how you say stupid stuff like you hate your life when you really don't, uh-huh. you know. That was a headspace I was in. And when I logged on to um, like the internet, one of the first one of the first things popped up was an internship with UPS. Now, mind you, I was in school for uh, computer information systems, and you know, when I was done with my degree, I was going to look for a job. But this was a, a unpaid internship with UPS, where at the end of the internship, they would hire you for a full time job as a developer. I'm pausing because that doesn't happen. Like oh, I'm, I'm listening because I know what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I read it. I'm like, but it's unpaid and I need to pay my bills. And I got kids. Like, how can I do this? And, you know, some told me, like, you know, just go for it. And if it happens, it happens. You'll figure it out. And if it doesn't, you know, nothing lost. You still got this crappy call center gig and it's paying the bills for now. And a couple months later, I was interning at UPS. Now, the unpaid part was, no, there was no, they weren't, there was not a check from UPS. What the state did put together was a stipend to cover our bills for the mm. time that we were in the intern. Right. <laughs> to cover our bills for when we were in the internship. It was a, a short-term loan that was a forgiveness-based loan. When we were done with the internship, as long as we stayed at, with UPS for two years, the loan would be forgiven. Wow. If that wasn't the divine, but had I not been willing, not, <laughs> had I not been willing and made the choice and had she not cussed me all, all kinds of out, it would have never happened. The growth had to come when I was in a painful, oh yeah, uncomfortable spot. And then I had to make the choice, like I'm going to be open to this particular growth opportunity and make the choice to take advantage of it and make a choice to go forward with it and make a choice to take the job with UPS when I was done with the internship. By the way, the internship got me 30 credits in my major. So wow, it, it wiped in five months. It was like a, almost two years worth of comp wow. sci coursework. Yeah, it was awesome. But, but, but that's the thing though, right there, Lynn, right there. I mean, just like you said, it, it, it wasn't that you said, okay, I, I love the space I'm in. I'm going to, I'm, I'm promoting myself. I need to move forward anyway. Uh-huh. It was like, I, I hate this. I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. But, but it, it's in those times where we are the most open to it because yes. that's really how I moved to the DMV. Cause I had a terrible experience in Michigan that I won't even get into right now. Cause we ain't even got time for that. But, but I, I was doing okay and everything was fine. And then I had an exchange that promoted my discomfort and I was livid. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm not coming back there. I'm not, I'm just not going to do it. But to, to the same point of your story, it was orchestration because if you had looked at that internship, like, nah, I ain't going to do this. Cause again, I got these bills. Right. You listen to the the divine leading that said, "Take it, and whatever happened happened. You gonna the bills gonna get paid. Don't even worry. You'll figure it out. Oh, you'll and, figure it out. 
And on the side note, the job that I got with UPS after the internship was done, again, internship was only five months. So the whole thing only took like six months. It doubled my salary. Wow. Right. <clears throat> I mean, it's it's just, I, I'm telling you, I know that we could both go back and forth all night yeah. stories. Yeah. But but before, I mean, what what I really want people to walk away from this episode and experience and exchange understanding is that every moment there is an opportunity to grow. You might not look at it as such. It might not even present itself as such. You might just think, you know, all right, here's a challenge or here's something uncomfortable. Here's another thing I got to do. And then it's like, wait a minute. But this other thing is something that you weren't expecting or weren't planning to do and could lead you in another direction that could be much better for you. And sometimes, and, and it's like I said earlier, it's how we embrace what comes to us. We can look at it as negative or we can look at it as positive, but that's opinion, you know, because that experience the way you received it the way you felt it oh it was absolutely negative it was heart-wrenching the i mean the verbal abuse that call center agents take because they cannot cuss you back out right i mean that it's traumatic it's again i work for at&t one of the most beloved and hated telecommunications companies you know i I worked there i worked in the past too so i I know (laughs) You know, and I tell people all the time, my life at AT&T prepared me. It's boot camp for life, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with anything after that, honey. No, no joke. And it's like, yeah. seriously, you know, um, but but you have to recognize the proving grounds that you've been given and then the opportunity that you've been given to prove. Yes. You know, and we don't always look at those things in the proper perspective. We don't always put it together correctly, but the great thing about that and the divine and the orchestration of the universe to bless us is that we get other chances, but we can't keep blowing them because if you continue to blow your chances, it will put you so off course that it will take a move of the divine to get you back on course. And I'm not saying that that doesn't happen, but why make it necessary? Ideally, you make the choice and you have a, the illusion of control. You might have a little more control than you normally have. Once the universe of divine intervenes, normally that little modicum of control that you think you have is taken away from you <laughs> and your hand is forced. Like, you're going to do this thing because I keep, I've been trying to gently tell you or gently guide you in that direction, but you ain't listening. So let me, let me guide you with a, 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 a firmer hand. <laughs> exactly exactly it's like let me let me help you understand what you not understand right right you know and and i know last week we just talked and talked and talked until our time ran out didn't even pay attention and i see we are getting close to the end of our segment and so with our 12 minutes left let us just boil it down if if you had to explain to somebody what the benefit of accepting growth opportunities are. Somebody who is completely adverse to change and they don't see any benefit in doing anything different. What would you tell them? Oh, that's a good question. And again, these are candid questions, so I haven't had time to prepare. This came to me as you were talking. If the change that is being brought to you, if the growth that's being brought to you 
aligns with who you aspire to be, your ideal self or the vision you have for your future, the benefit is, is that affirming that, that change, accepting the disruption, accepting the discomfort. I hate to use lean in because lean in is such a cliche term and, and it just, it, it sort of, you know, it promotes like discomfort is this awesome thing that, that feels good. It doesn't feel good. But it's apt for this conversation. If you lean into the discomfort, you accept the discomfort and kind of go with it, it will get you to that person that you're aspiring to be or the change that you're aspiring to make faster and with slightly less discomfort than if you fight it. Um, And I've learned that through experience. We've talked in this about how the universe of the divine will keep bringing you this decision and, and you can fight it if you want to and that will increase the discomfort or lengthen the, the discomfort. Oh my, oh my. <laughs> but if you accept it and gauge that, you know what, if I do this thing, I'm going to be uncomfortable for now, but in the long term, I see, I see where I'm trying to go and this will help me get there. The benefit is that that becomes a muscle that you can use again and again and again and again. I am super comfortable with discomfort. I've done cross-country moves, I've, oh. <laughs> I've, which is a, a traumatic thing for a lot of people. Yes. I've, <laughs> I've quit good jobs to get better jobs. I've left jobs that I was well-liked, well-respected and on path for um, promotion to get better jobs. But at the time, they're like, "You are you lost your mind? Like, are you right. crazy? You, right. you gonna quit this good paying job for this up girl?" Um, i and not only am I comfortable with that level of discomfort, but I also the muscle that you develop is that you can start to gauge the things that align with who you aspire to be a little easier. I know that growth and evolution is super important to me. So somebody came to me with an opportunity today. It was a position that might pay a little more, but it's a different company. And what I told her, I'm like, Mm-mm. as much as this might pay a little more and it sounds good, it's not going to allow me to grow. So this is probably not for me unless you can figure out a way for me to grow into this right? or grow as a part of this. I can make those choices a little easier because I've grown that muscle. And that's what I want also the listener to get, along with you being able to lean into change, accept change a little quicker. You grow muscles to, to make changes that you didn't have previously. You will develop them so that you can use them the next time the opportunity to grow um, comes upon you. And then you have a better vision for where your growth is headed. So I hope that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I appreciate that so much because it, it speaks to a place where I am currently. And as I have said many times uh, throughout these weeks that I am not seeking to um, teach anything per se, but to share what I already know and to learn some things as well, because I understand that the teacher learns twice. And so um, (laughs) (laughs) I had this conversation with my brother, you know, and it's like, um, I saw a quote that said, uh, "You you most you teach most what you need to learn." Yeah, and and I recognize that. And I I did a mentoring program for young girls many many years ago, and the divine at that time um, led me through this this wilderness of brokenness and and 
and said to me, what you do for these girls, I'll do for you. Oh, ooh. And, and he did, and he did. But what, what tends to happen, um, if we do not hold fast to the things that we learn, we get lackadaisical and we release these lessons because the, the um, rubs and the, the discomforts that come kind of, you know, tarnish the shine of the lesson that we learned yes. and then we got to learn it again. Yes, yes. And so I, in this, as we are concluding, I am just thankful to, to know that growth is an option and it is an opportunity, not just for me, not just for you, but for everyone. Everyone. And in every space that we're in, there is opportunity to grow and we have to choose it. And so as we conclude, I just recommend that you choose to grow. However, wherever, whenever you have the opportunity, choose to grow. And that's it. That's good, though. That's a good note to leave on because that gives everybody the. And it's a charge for all of us to just look where we're standing and know that there are vast steps ahead. And we have the opportunity to take every step in front of us every step we have the opportunity we just have to say yes i love that lynn lucas i love you i'm telling you i love you too these talks are like so enriching to your boys to your listeners i hope that you all are picking all this up but these are enriching for us honey absolutely because again it's it's our girlfriend talk but and we don't i mean and i think that's the best way to not have any canned conversation because I think things happen as they should. And I, I enjoy these conversations because it gives us an opportunity to not just share with each other, but to share with other people who can yes. benefit from our experiences yes. and um, people who wouldn't necessarily be able to talk to me and people who wouldn't necessarily be able to talk to you are mutually able to hear from us and, um, you know, join our collective voice and thought and say, you know what, that's, that's interesting. I'm going to think about that and further apply it in a way that's relevant for me. I really and like so that. I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for this opportunity and I'm thankful for all who take the time to listen. And I say now, as I will continue to say, that I promise if you listen, boys and girls, it just might change your world. Lynn, thank you. I'm sure we will talk again. <laughs> thank you for having me and thank you for this opportunity. I do appreciate it. Absolutely. Boys and girls, until next week, have a good one.